Kate Mila Mila Falcha Farja. And welcome to this week's episode of Up My Own Hall podcast. It's Mr. Seamus O'Cruley, and I am your host. Um, please remember to like this podcast, share this podcast, and recommend this podcast to a friend. God of Mila Mahagdad. Sean, her into the car and bring her back to my sister's place then. And uh, hold on to her for the night. Oh, she's a beauty. Jesus Christ. And she's getting very defined now, John. Her facial, facial features, she's six weeks or seven weeks. And her facial features now are starting to kind of come out more and more, you know. I love that. And, uh, yeah, you can see the little personality starting to come come through as well. And it's a blessing. Jesus Christ. I missed them all desperately when I was over in, over in, over in the States. And, you know, as much as I would love to be able to jump on a plane and go back there again and and do do it the right way and stuff, it's... um. It's not the case, and that's okay too. I just have to make you go at things here now, like, you know. Oh, look, especially, like, no, no, it is with, like, Instagram and all this, and you're, you're, but it has to look a certain way, has to pose a certain way, has to do a certain thing. So, no, all this fucking crack. And I'm, I'm on a new app now, it's Be Real. So you have to take a picture every day, and it takes a picture of you and what you're doing. And I see people using the app, like, and they, like, run to another room and stand next to something, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is what I'm doing right now. Been back out there, and so it's like you know, it's um, everything is image based today. And if you're one of the lucky ones that has the backdrop for a nice Instagram or a fucking the money to have the backdrop or to have the car that you can take a picture with or to have the nails done when you're fucking take, when you're driving and driving a new car or you know, people taking videos of the song. But also getting the, the make of the car on the steering wheel as the video has been taken, like, you know, and all this kind of shit. Which is grand. Look, they, people work hard for things, and that's okay. But And and they can still, obviously, have bad mental health, you know, or, or suffer from their mental health or whatever, which is obviously um, okay too. But I'm trying to come from a, from a place of, for the people that don't have that and struggle, because I was that person, you know what I mean? I, I was different. I had nothing. Not, uh, yeah, I was uh, or very little linear, you know? And he ended up actually walking off. He's, my name is fucking Tom, and I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, so someone came and took him off stage, and they were like, who's doing it? I was like, I'll do it there. Come on. So they put me up on this chair then, and I had to do two kind of plays. And then I was like, I was lying on the bed. There's no word of like lying on the bed. On the everyman stage with a, a beautiful fucking woman, Gemma from Dublin, butt naked on top of me on stage, and uh, which was weird. But I had to play, I was playing a disabled man that she didn't want to have sex with, that was doing all these fucking crazy stuff, like with anal penetration with like these weird toys, and she didn't want to do it anymore, but she's been forced into doing it. She was forced into doing it through through her husband in the first place because they couldn't afford the mortgage. How come? How come I'm... Uh, how come I dropped my dad there now and he didn't even text us here, thanks. How come I'm doing this for someone else and they're telling me to stay away? So now I'm like, oh, what's, that? what's going on here? And there's just a lot of stuff that every family has, really, but some are, some are better than others and whatever. And, and everybody has these other things going on in their lives, you know? And that's, I'm just talking about it, just to say that it's okay for these things to be going on, you know. For anybody that's feeling it and feels that they're 
getting overwhelmed with these feelings I just what would I say I'd say I'd say take a break drop it's like reading a book and it's like being forced to read a book but nobody's forcing it to do anything you know so just drop the fucking thing and walk away from it the easier said than done of course that's what I do now I uh, drop my thoughts get outside myself put on my fucking hiking shoes and go for a fucking walk um but I have to, if I don't do these things, my default is misery, and I end up miserable. And it's as fucking simple as that. Um, but I, I kind of had to be like, yes, I agree with you, and yes, what are we going to do? Like, all we knew years ago. We couldn't sit with that emotion, like, you know? Just, what? what? You're being hurt by who? What? Do you know? So, like, what are we going to do about it? The only thing we know how. Fucking brain some cunt. Do you know? And it's like, whoa. We wondering then why this fella's fucking locked up for fucking GBH and fucking grievous bodily harm and, and assault and all these other things like because we knew nothing else. We knew nothing else, you know? Just the fucking bait fellas. Give him a fucking give him the fucking just just the only way we knew how to get back was but physical fucking abuse. And be that under under bodies, under fucking and their bodies, and their, and, and their homes, and their cares, vandalizing, fucking whatever. Don't know. And it was, it, it's just, it was just, it was, it was crazy to be a part of it. Because I'm only home a month, I think today, or tomorrow, a month, literally. And uh, so, picked up a jacket, picked up something else, and, uh, just got out, jumped, jumped out. I could smell gas then as well. So I didn't know it was that. Um, from I didn't know was it from the fucking the engine or something or what or was it? I, so I just, I just got a fright. So I said, "Fuck it, get out of here now before the car blows or something." And it was funny. Then I came around the corner and the asphalt spun out and hit the wall. And right where I hit the wall was the petrol tank, like. But it was where you put in petrol. I didn't know where the fucking tank is. But like if that burst there and made, made a spark or anything, like the car would just went boom. Fucking lucky, boy. And now you don't have to internalise everything, and, and sometimes you just have to hand things over to the greater good. It's good for them to say that there was a reason this is happening. I don't know what the reason is, but I'm okay today. Do I have food in the cupboard? Yes, I do. Do I have water? In? Yes. Do I have fucking shelter? Yes. Do I have heating? Can I have a shower? Can I fucking, you know, can I go for a walk? Am I able-bodied? Yes, I'll do. Change my perspective, change my direction. Okay, I wanted to fucking do loads of things this weekend, but money, which I didn't, but let's say I did, and all my plans got ruined, then I have to go to sweat. You know? I shouldn't be making too many plans. I know when I'm, when I'm very selected to how I'm, my transport and all these kind of things, so I have to be good to me in order for me to be good to me. Yeah, so I think I... I can find myself getting stuck to the bed a lot. No, that's a good thing when, when your head's in a good place. But when you start doing that and your head is in a bad place, you can find yourself going down serious rabbit holes um, and getting yourself caught in avalanches of negativity, you know. So I have been doing that as well, which is not too good, you know. <laughs> but I'm able to pull myself out of it, thankfully. Um, 
And like I always say, like like what was said to me, move a muscle to change a thought, you know. And if I stay in bed all day with, and I've I've a bad thought, it's gonna just get bigger and bigger, you know. So um. So yeah, so it's uh. Yeah, it's just it's I suppose I suppose I I'm getting my rest and I'm getting my. They still drink some of them. Others enjoy misery. I think they're addicted to misery. And they just love complaining and fucking whinging and moaning. And and that's okay because we're not used to being sober. So it can come as a bit of a shock when, when, when things go wrong in our lives. How to fix it, you know. Um, we don't know what to do. So we, I think misery loves company. But mis misery also loves to stick around, you know. And trying to lose it is very, very hard. Um, so I'm trying to be there for people that are that are like that, that are going through very hard times now at the same time. But um, kind of choosing not to really. Well, right now, and it's and it's hard. It's hard to deal with. Other people in are getting drunk when they shouldn't be getting drunk, and you know, and 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 I have to stay out of that. Like you know, that's none of my business. I have to look after number number one, and that's me, you know. Um, yeah, and it's uh, no, I'm learning all these things as I go, you know. Normally, I'd be first on the phone ringing a person, you fucking stop, and blah blah blah, and fucking, you know, fuck that, no, and fuck this, and fuck, and like, and uh, yeah, I just don't want to, uh, relive that really so in order for me to use my past as power and not as fucking weights around my ankles in a river I use it in a way that I go, I go and I, I seek help around it I seek help around my addiction I seek help around my traumas and I seek help in my own mental health you know what, what it, over a ratio? What's the worst place to get a tattoo? I know it's different for everyone, mm, but my top five would be uh, knees and elbows. Really? Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't matter on which side, front side, back. It all sucks. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, everything around ribs, armpits, mm. lower back and kidney area. That's absolutely horrible. Top of the foot, side of the foot. Knuckles, all sides of the neck suck. Yeah. Mm, okay. It's a bit more than a top five, but sure. <laughs> and never forget, we walked over Shandon Footbridge, up by Pope's Key, up the lanes into Shandon, and we were both emotional, really, as we walked up along. And the beauty of the of the city, and the, and the his history and the heritage, we could feel it. And the unique character of it. It's a very yeah. unique city. And we came up here, which is why we're starting, I suppose. The, the conversation here with you, with you mm -hmm. Jamie. So we came up here and we came out to the butter exchange. And we're like, oh my God, how amazing is it here? With the narrow streets, the lovely old houses, but then how, how degraded it was as well. We just couldn't believe that the butter exchange was, was boarded up. And um, it was supposed to be like a tourist attraction. Yet it's boarded up, as you can see yourself here. Yeah. It's in an awful state, Jamie. It is, yeah. For, for a historic building. Yeah. No, and you, you still see a lot of tourist buses. A lot of tour, tour guides as well, like yeah. big tour groups come up, walk around the area, and there's, mm. there's nothing for them to 
I had some oh, friends crazy. over from, from the States sorry, not so long ago, and I brought them up along. And but all, there, there was, I think there was a museum over There's here. There's a museum there. And I, museum. literally, you just walk in. No, yeah. this grand museum, don't get yeah. me wrong. But that was it. Yeah. You know, for such a big quarters. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, and yeah. like, this is a fantastic building well, it's, on its, on its building own. This building is, know? I mean, it's dating about, it's about almost, I suppose, almost 300 years old, about 1730 or so, I think. Uh, and like, the price of butter globally was set here back in the day. So that's how significant it is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Ireland had the best butter back then because it was heavily salted yeah. and it needed to be so that it could be preserved. Mm -hmm. So all the best butter was coming through here. I mean, there was butter, ro butter roads all over uh, Munster yeah. coming into Cork. It was being basically exchanged in here. The price was being set and it was being shipped. Obviously, part of, we were colonized at the time. So it was part of feeding the colonies, yeah. feeding the armies. But it was it was such That's an significant silly. building mm. and that you went to you know and yeah. fellas would walk around his yard and, yeah. and i feel literally even through generations that is still trickling down that way the man with all the money is the man to be bowing down to Absolutely. And it's, and I, it's, I think that's really a mm. cultural thing we've yeah. noticed yeah. coming back here as yeah. well that it's yeah, yeah much more so than you get in other countries that i've experienced in other yeah. countries is yeah. that yeah that it's, the person with the land is more superior than someone who doesn't own land yeah and that's I could go around feeding the homeless yeah. and people would talk about me faster than they would if I had a, 10 houses and no, no one was living and they were derelict, you know? Yeah, yeah. People fucking easy going out feeding the homeless. No, I think that's a good point. You know, that, that I think that's a huge issue here. And I suppose that's the cultural side of acceptance. Yeah. And also, again, related to that, that people really... Well, they say that addiction is an, a disease. So if it is, then it's a mental disease. Um, so I obviously do suffer. Um, I need help living day to day. And uh, luckily enough, I'm not too proud to ask for it, you know. So I do ask for it, and I go and 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 accept it. And I also give back to it, you know, which is great. It's a full circle, then, you know. Yeah, it's just, just a lot of um, a lot of getting used to, I suppose. That's all really, and there's um, just in, in work, then like you know, you're, you're kind of the new kid, you don't really know what's going on. A lot of machinery around, I don't drive machinery yet, so it's kind of hard, but um, I'm lacking, I'm definitely lacking some kind of a connection in here. Like, there's also been the fact that I was married about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so, which is probably not good for the head either. Um, so, yeah. Um, this week, as I said, I just moved into my... Uh, I moved into my aunt's house. Um, didn't ask her. I uh, she 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 kind of put it put it to me, and um, I said, "Yeah, fuck it, let's let's come out and have a look at the house and whatever." <laughs> and uh, so I did, and um, it is it's fucking it's amazing, really. The I have two bedrooms, 
and a living room. The living room, like, she was like, "Do you need anything now?" And I was like, "No, no, I, 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 I'll buy an old coffee table now, and I'll have all that uh, things as I go." Like, like, thank you so much, whatever. Went into the sitting room, then there's an L couch there, a little coffee table, a little TV unit, a, little, a nice little um, box like for holding ornaments and stuff. Little, she had that set up, and is what I'm trying to say. And uh, she's gas, like she's uh, she's a, just an absolutely lovely woman. I'm very blessed to have the family that I have, to be honest. Get into this topic now because it's one that's really fucking close to my heart. And uh, well, anything that happens in Ireland is close to my heart, really, because because it's it's my homeland and it's where I live right now and it's what my ancestors died for, what my heroes died for, you know. And uh, with the influence of a fucking of a foreign occupier, so. Without getting too heated and too taken by that, I just want to say that, like, with the proclamation that I heard read out a lot this weekend, the current government is a fucking joke. And it's very refreshing to hear the likes of Mary Lou MacDonald and the Sinn Féin party reiterate what we are all here for. And that is a fairer and more inclusive society that wants to give rights to its people and houses to its people and families so that we can all live harmoniously and strive for better days. Version of uh, somewhere to reach out for if you're struggling with your mental health, whatever. They want to speak to people who've got lived experience of Hillsborough, people who understand. And we get it. We get people who, who reach out, whether it's through our website, uh, through our Twitter page, through our Facebook page, and obviously the people that we have in our WhatsApp support groups. And we have talked people down. You know, it's as as hard hitting and as difficult as, as it sounds. You know, I've I've actually spoke to a guy and he wouldn't answer his phone. It was all via text. He dragged his dining table into the middle of his lounge. So it was right underneath the lamp, the ceiling light, and he was going to take his own life. It took me an hour and a half to encourage him to take that, drag that table back to where it was. Send me a photograph of back, it back where, it's, where it belonged. And then um, he obviously... He, went to bed, had some sleep, got back in touch with me the next day and we got him on, on a support programme. Because I could talk about that all day, but I was like, oh, you'll be fine, you'll get there. But I got so overwhelmed. Anyway, I took a wrong, but anyway, I got there in the end, but for me to go in and I, everyone's energies and absorb and then I knew there was stuff going on and I, you get a tune, you see, like, it's like you get a tune for Reiki level one with this energy light force from passed down through all generations, mm. wasn't through your phone, whatever. And I knew this attunement was big because it was quite spiritual. So like Reiki level one, like so I could be attuned out to give you Reiki level one. It's just on the physical level. Okay. To help with the physical stuff. And then it's the next one is the emotional level. And for me, then it's the spiritual level. Mm. So it's ascending higher and I'd say.
oh my god, actually see things that you know, I'm yeah, yeah, completely yeah. like, I still do that when I meditate, and like, yeah, if like, yeah, I'm like, ma'am, don't you fuck, <laughs> yeah. and I learned loads. Um, I got, I got, still got into a little bit of trouble with people, thought they were better intended for me, but they weren't, and uh, and that's okay too. Um, but you learn and you, and you, and you grow, and um. Yeah, so you just have to. So yeah, so anybody who's who who's looking to like personal development and and to improve themselves a bit more, I would highly recommend speaking to someone like Sabrina. Sabrina, obviously, but someone like her then as well if you're more comfortable with someone else. Or go to some counselling. I've done a lot of counselling as well. After, right when when I don't know what would happen, but like. I would have stopped drinking, so to say. The final mm. drink would have been gone, and maybe it's an hour later. Yeah, okay. The head would have started to go. Oh, yeah, I'd never stop. I'd find some. Oh, yes, yes, you <laughs> I've never, I've never sat at home after the final drink was gone. and was like, hmm, what should I think about now? It's either oh, I'd force yeah. myself to go to sleep, or I'd ring around. Yeah, I don't know what that was for me. Drink. Maybe it was a case of, no, I'd Just say had to go home, home, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I ran out of money, and everyone mm. else was going home, whatever. And, oh... So, so serious. Hmm. I've got my own hole. Is there a car coming there? No car coming. Away we go. We're on for a spin tonight, lads. I wasn't going to do a podcast because there's a lot going on. And I felt after 52 weeks to the date last week was my year. year anniversary doing these podcasts. So I thought I was going to take a week off. Just to be like celebrated, whatever. And I also have my goddaughter on the way. She's ten days overdue. Um. Yeah, and there's you know there's just a lot going on. There's. So I was going to just give it a break and uh, chill out. But I'm in the city, and I said, you know what? I'll fucking drive away out the road now, and I can talk away at you. Um, thank you to everyone who follows this podcast, uh, who likes, shares, and subscribes to this podcast. Uh, it means an awful lot, really. Twelve months of doing this now, and it's um, it's crazy, you know. Not that I'm fucking making a pound off it or anything, but at least it's a hobby of mine that I'm doing, and it's an interest, and it uh, keeps me busy, and it keeps me grounded, and it's like a bit of therapy sometimes for me. Um. So there wouldn't be no point doing it if there was nobody fucking listening, you know. Um, I also have this thing now. If I don't, if I can't separate myself from negativity, so if I can get drained, so I can't separate myself from when, when we all work together, and I can't change it. So the only thing I can change in that dynamic then is myself and my situations. So instead, I went and got a different job. And luckily enough, all's going well. Had a trial there last Saturday. Well, not a trial, but kind of just a show around. Everything went reasonably okay. Um, Nerve-wracking. Back in behind the counters and stuff like that, doing coffees and stuff. So it was all a bit... Um, it, was a, it was a big change from what I'm doing, really. Um, it's not as bad as I think it is.
doesn't have to be as bad as I think it is because I'm sober as well. My intuition is good. I can go up my gut. I can be nervous. It's okay to be nervous. That's never not going to happen. I don't have to be depressed. That would happen to me before. There's been times in my life where I was going to jobs, or even job interviews, and the nervousness would get so I'd be like, fuck that, actually. That's a shit job, like, fuck that. Could be a great job, like, because I couldn't face myself and face the fears, I'd just walk away. Go and get fucking pissed. You know? And it doesn't have to be like that today. Thankfully, I can show up. I can be a man. I can be wrong as well. It's okay to be wrong. If I go in there, you might ask me, could you do fucking the cafe art and all this? I said, I can't. So now he doesn't expect that out of me. Do you know what I mean? These little things and... There's, I, I, we all bring something good to the table, do you know? We just have to focus on that. It was making really bad mistakes and choosing sometimes to be a really bad person. I always had my brother by my side that would relate to my madness in my brain because we were both going through the same thing. And he'd always just make me feel alright, no matter what it was, you know? No, which was bad in a way, I suppose, because... I probably deserved to kick up the ass when I was going on the piss with him instead. <laughs> but, you know, that's just the, how the cookie crumbled. And, um, and unfortunately, that was taken away from me. Then when, when, when the government of Ireland fucking drove its economy into the ground and couldn't, couldn't handle what was going on, Hello, Carja Gale. Thanks so much for listening all year and liking, subscribing, and doing all that crack. Just want to wish everyone a really happy 2024. And I wish you all health, wealth, and happiness, and that we all look after one another. Charity stats at home, as they say. Go look after your neighbour. And let's all come together in the new year for a better and harmonious place. Curve Mila Mila Mahagar for listening. Shane, that's it. Uh, if you like that episode, please like it, share it, recommend it to a friend, subscribe to my channel. Um, yeah, we leave it there. Smile, lad.